bros chilling in the hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay two bros two bros five feet apart because they're two bros two bros Hello and welcome to We Rate Queer Bait, a show where we explore the blurry line between homie and homo. I'm Sky. my pronouns are he, she. I'm Devin, my pronouns are he, him. I'm Emery, my pronouns are they, she, he. And um, we're going to cover quite, quite in a series this week. It's been very popular in the brain rot of um, American gays recently, so I think it's a pretty good choice. <laughs> That's beautiful, Devin. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to get that theme music in here. It does slap so hard. You got to get the theme that plays literally all the time in the entirety of the show. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh You know, I I, I do got to say, I don't, this show didn't really grab me, if I'm being honest. I think, you know, I like a lot of these characters. I think there are some fun, like, you know, dynamics and some good writing and some excellent acting. I just, I just, I kind of want to show where it's, that it's this, these characters, but they aren't billionaires, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I think it's also funny that they're billionaires because this is a story about mm-hmm. people trying their best to be normal, but they can't because they're all billionaires, which inherently makes them ghouls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, I love it because it's like, you know, it's your classic, like, you know, a lot of these people feel like shitheads you could know. And then the fact that they're billionaires and all these dumbass, stupid decisions they're making, like literally cost people their lives all the time is like... I don't know. It heightens it quite a bit for me, but it also like det- like it's not heightening, but it, it it is in some ways. But then at the same time, like you're mostly just like watching these people run around and going, none of this matters. They're all just saying words at each other, and none of it matters at all. Yeah, this is for me. Um, yeah, this is for me. Uh, what if I like actually watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians? But if the entire time I wasn't saying there, immediately thinking, Kim, there are people dying. But like for the entire show, this that one is, I can look at that and say at least it's all fake. So there is some fun to that when um, like I didn't include the episode where Roman um, crashes a rocket, um, but there's some fun in that too where most of the time they're just dicking around and then every once in a while like Roman rushes a rocket and it explodes and uh, well it doesn't actually kill a couple people but it does wound some people some some hands and fingers are lost and then Kendall literally kills someone with his car so you know and it wasn't his car well it wasn't his car it was the guy's car mm-hmm. he was driving a guy's car and killed him he just let, killed him with the water that he was just outside let him drown. the car yeah you yeah. know that's fine I love laughing at billionaires. That is a thing of mine. Like I have rewatched and rewatched the Fire Festival documentaries many times because it is a specific mm-hmm. niche of mine where I like to watch things fall apart on people and they're like, "Wow, we had no idea this was going to go wrong." And it's like, I mean, okay. But, you know, just a nightmare world we live in. It's fine. Mhm. Yeah, no. Honest, you know, the, 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 the thing is, though, we get so much of that in real life. Like, you can't go online without seeing Elon Musk doing another fucking thing. And it's like, I'm so tired. I'm very tired. I'm sleepy and tired. No, I wish I wish valid. the world was better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's valid. Mm-hmm. 
Also, just like it is kind of hard to get invested in like the main focus of the plot, which is like, oh, everyone making grabs for power. Everyone is like, who is going to inherit the business? Who is going to who's going to be the titular succession and it is just like any one of these motherfuckers could retire at any moment and have a billion dollars and no problems I for the know, rest of that's their life so good about it. i always remember they at the are... start of the show when i think tom is talking to greg and greg has like i think like 10 million dollars now and tom is just like you can't do shit with 10 million not He's... enough to keep working mm-hmm. on and not enough to retire on you're just gonna go insane and yeah. i'm just like motherfucker f- shut the fuck up yeah, that's when he's he's talking about because you and his grandfather says he's gonna write him out of his will if he doesn't quit working for Logan, mm. and he's and he's like, well, my mom says he'll leave me like five mil anyway, and Connor's like, you, uh, Connor and Tom are both like, yeah, you will be the poorest rich man in America, <laughs> which is great. I love America. So sad. It's, it's, it's so sad. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But. In, in between all of that mess with all of these terrible, terrible people making bids for power and stabbing each other in the back, which again, some people enjoy. I It's my favorite television to watch. Um, you get this... Um, yeah, just a whole show about et tu, Brute. Literally. And then someone going, et me, buddy. Et me, buddy. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we get this um, absolutely insane gay um, something... It's just Republican love. I know. That's just what Republicans are like. Republican gays really are like this. Um, I guess I should, like, trigger warning now for this show because, I mean, it is not only about billionaires, but because it's about specifically, like, some pretty awful... I mean, not that all billionaires aren't awful, but, you know, like, these are actually, like, maybe the worst of the bunch, you know? Um, it's, It's about Rupert Murdoch. Um, loosely based on his life. And so, um, um, I mean, trigger warning for suicide, for rape culture in extreme for most of these episodes. Um, honestly, just the way they talk about business is all just like rape culture. So it's kind of hard to get around that one. Um, it's a show that makes me feel bad. Definitely. Like I watch it and I'm like, damn, I feel kind of sick, but I kind of want to watch another episode. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like uh, this bag of McDonald's I'm eating right now because I didn't want to make dinner. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's going to sit in a rock in my stomach, but damn, is it good. Yeah, it's going to hurt me later, but I don't know. I like salt. Exactly. Oh, it's true. I do I do love some fucking salt. Anyways, this, sh- this the relationship in this show is um uh, that stupid fucking meme that goes around every once in a while when libertarians act the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's uh, a picture of a gay person surrounded by rainbows and clearly effeminate. And uh, they're like, gay person I hate. And it's just a bunch of things that don't matter. Uh, and then the second person is just the most boring looking plain toast white man you've ever seen. And says, gay person I respect. And uh, it's supposed to be that they're fucking normal. Um, that's what this show is. That's what happens when you're a gay Republican who's like, I'm normal. I'm normal. I I'm would, normal. I would never go to Pride, but... I, and, you I, know, I will get a wife. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, this antagonistic relationship I have with this other boy, um, it's fine. It's normal. It's great and normal. Is yeah. It's a thing. Um, 
Yeah, this is this is respectability politics. This is really just an example of how respectability politics will make you the worst person on earth. It will rot your brain completely and replace it with a horrible parasite. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, one of the things I love about this show is how Shiv is like a lib. Um, but she is also the mm-hmm. one who like when... So there's um, in season two, the scandal breaks. That's like what Tom has been trying to cover up when Tom makes him shred the papers. And they make Shiv go talk to this lady who was like one of the dancers on the cruises who got like, you know, paid off um, for sucking off a guy who like ran cruises. And... Um, like Shiv goes to her and like talks her down from like appearing before Congress and telling her story. And it's like, well, you know, like it's just going to make your life a lot harder. Like you need to decide what's best for you and not like, you know, do this. And she does talk her down and she is so shitty to all of the women around her all the time. And it's, it's kind of delicious to me, like watching her be like this lib in the patriarchy. Who's like, yeah, I'm a powerful, strong woman. And I got here by um, shit talking other women mostly. Yeah, a great uh, uh, starting point is that the um, the best uh, person that this family has is a lib, and uh, that's mm-hmm. Shiv, and she is a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. So we're already starting off great. Yeah, so... Plot. 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 Plot, 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 plot. Um... Are we sure that Connor isn't the best just for, like, being, like, really incompetent at at, at being evil? Uh, he he does convince, he does, um, trap a woman in kind of, like, a, uh, uh, sexual gambit kind of deal where he does, um, emotionally manipulate her to marry him. Yeah, he does purchase a woman and bring her to a farm to live with him. Yeah, to his compound in the middle of the Arizona (laughs) desert, and then is like, you can't really leave from this point. And then he like yeah, proposes her to her in public around in all front his friends of so and family. Many people at his mother, or no, not even his mother, at his stepmother's wedding. Yeah, knowing that, that she that like part. can't <laughs> say no or escape in any Literally way. Literally says to her, "Man, there's people everywhere. You gotta like you <laughs> like Connor." <laughs> so Connor is kind of like an evil where he's not like killing people on a mass scale like the other ones probably are. Um, but he is evil in the sense that, like, if I saw that man on the street, I would set him on fire almost immediately and take Willow away. I'd be like, mm-hmm. run as fast as you can, girl. Just go. Yeah. It's quite something. Okay, so I do have some summaries written. They're very Tom Greg focused as much as I could, so I might have to pare them down even as I go. But, um... Episode one is we did watch. So that's the one where Greg smokes too much weed. He's going to his first day at management training at Waystar Royco. Um, But he smokes too much weed on the way. And then he throws up in his costume when the kids are jumping on him and shit. Um, Me too. Yeah. Which, you know. (laughs) That's what I do every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day I take a weed gummy and then go put on a big dog costume. and Every day I get hired at a different um, amusement park for management and then I smoke too much weed and vomit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right through the eyes. That's what that's what you do when you're a furry and you can't afford afford a fursuit. You just take you just (laughs) Just you're like, oh, I'll take this home to clean it and then you just keep it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just hop between a bunch of different mascot jobs. Oh, my God. And get fired immediately. Okay, but then you, like, take them home weed. and you mod them at home. You're just like, finally, my first suit's complete out of all these mascot costumes. 
True. Oh, that would like be so good. You could like cannibalize each one for parts. You're like a car guy, but for fursuits. Yeah, and then like the companies that own them can't really sue you because like that's not the fucking original product anymore. No one can tell that's no one can tell that's the um I'm trying to think of any major mascots that are animals and I'm not thinking of any of them. That's not Mr. Met anymore. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, that's not Chucky. E. That's not Mr. <laughs> Chucky's e. Cheese. Yeah, clearly this isn't Goofy. He has Gritty's head. That's right. Yeah. He has Gritty's beautiful sensual body. Come on. Okay, can we build the perfect fursuit out of mascots? Okay, let me Ooh. look up mascot characters. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Head has got to be like Philly fan. No, it's a uh, Philly fanatic head, gritty body. I think we did it. Mm, you know that would perfect. <laughs> I looked up mascot characters, which um, I'm gonna read you the list uh, that it just gave me. Mm-hmm. First, Ronald McDonald. Yes, obvious McDonald's. Uh-huh. Second, Chuck E. Cheese. We all know it. We yes, yes um, has been mentioned. Third, a anime cat. I don't know who the fuck this is. Their name is just Happy. Happy? I feel like I recognize them, but certainly not from where. Fourth. Kyube, the horrible little demon from Madoka Magica. Oh, yeah. Five. Agumon. Hell yeah. Sixth. Mr. Opportunity. Who the fuck is Mr. Opportunity? That's so scary. I love that Agumon is ahead of Pikachu. That's justice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm scrolling through. I haven't seen Pikachu yet, so this is great. I know. Uh... We should get Pikachu's cha- tail in there at least. Oh yeah. Uh, Ooh, seventh, true. the Great Root Bear. Oh no. A and W has a mascot who is the Great Root Bear. He's a root bear. I hate it. Second, eighth <laughs> is something that I swear is someone's OC because the only picture they included is a image from DeviantArt. Yeah. And it just says Front Row Joe. Front Row Joe. And ninth is Aunt Jemima. So that's where I'll just be ending it. Mm. Mm. Actually, no, I have to go to 10th. The 10th one is Tony the Tiger. That's right. So Tony the Tiger has okay. to be in there somewhere just for history. Can we just get his arms? Like those Who the big... fuck is Polygon Man? I don't fucking know. Michael Mouse is like 12th place in this, which is incredibly funny to me. That's right. Rip. Yeah, no, I think... I think... No, just all of these, you put them all together. Yeah. Just the top ten, the ultimate mascot. Because, I mean, obviously, just, if you're doing a, this, like, you're, for... you're going to be using some of those parts for, like, you know, just stitching, patching. Yeah, 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 things, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, maybe it just has, like, a couple stripes off to of the tiger, like, as a cool patch on the back, but, like, Pikachu's or... tail. Oh, this is so funny looking up mascots, because now I'm just looking at an image, which I think is just a sword of mascots, and Audrey 2 is just in there. Or, I think... Is Audrey 2 a mascot? Runs. Yeah, the mascot of the little mm. shop. That's true. I would love for my fursuit to be Audrey, too. Oh, hell yeah. To I think, be a giant evil I think, plant. I think you gotta do it Voltron style, where you incorporate each of the mascot heads into into the piece some way. Like, mm. you got heads on the shoulders, heads on the feet, heads on the hands. I would love to have two, like, gritty heads of shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, I think that could be cool. Maybe Tony the Tiger's head and then Gritty Heads as... What I think you should do is get a group of five people. Uh-huh. Um, and you mm-hmm. each have one of the fursuit heads. And then, like Voltron style, 
you each pilot them so that they change form a little bit and then connect mm. to form one big fursuit man. I can't believe we just invented the hot new cinematic universe of 2023. That's what I'm fucking saying. Yeah, mascot fusion. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have like a twelve picture deal out of this, and we're each gonna make a hundred billion dollars, and then we'll be succession. That's right. And yeah. then and then who will take over our company? Not who certainly not my fail son. That's right. My my cringe ton is too cringe. I'm gonna take a bunch of maca roots so my sperm becomes more potent. Hmm. Yep. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. I think if I had a billion dollars, then I think it, I would. Uh, I would just uh, play out a little drama between all of my stuffed animals about who's inheriting. <laughs> Maybe my cats get in, in there too. That's right. I mean, I, I would definitely be one of those horrible, shitty old people that when I die, I would just leave my inheritance to my cat. Mm-hmm. Screw all the help that lives in my house and constantly takes care of them. I would be the evil villain from the Aristocats. Okay, but in, I mean, in fairness, yeah. if some old bitch died and then I, like, I was, like, in charge of, like, you know, something in his house, and then when he died, he was like, okay, I'm leaving everything to the cat, but that includes all the staff, so, like, I'm going to continue to pay your salary, and in fact, with a raise, since I don't have as many, like, you know. Yeah, who can argue at that point? As many needs anymore, you just have to come and take care of the cat until the cat dies, I'd be like, okay. Right. I'll keep this house fucking clean as a whistle for this little kitty. Yeah, I'm living here now. This is my mansion. I mean, yeah. Sorry, cat's got to have someone full time. That's right. This cat needs round the clock care and cuddles and round the clock supervision. And by round the clock supervision, I mean I'm going to Cancun and I'm calling in a pet sitter for a week. Well, you know, yeah. What you do with your salary is up to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone has to take care of that cat's finances. He doesn't have thumbs. That's mm-hmm. so fucking true. <laughs> That is, you know, it's facts. It's facts. He doesn't. He Spitting does not bars have thumbs. over here. That's right. Okay, so yeah. Greg has started off this episode not too well. He calls his mom and he's like, "Uh, mom, I picked up a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker mom, smoked a up. doobie in my car, and then um, I I was smelling like like skunk weed, and they I kicked me up, out." Is what he says. And I, I can't I can't work at Disney World anymore. So um, she says, fuck off, eat shit. Yeah. Yeah. She says, um, Uncle Logan's birthday is today. So go see him and maybe maybe he'll give you some nepotism. Um, I would love a big bowl of nepotism, honestly. I know. Just slurp that shit up. Be nice. Um, So, yeah, he goes to that party. Um, We see Tom and Shiv for the first time. Tom is like, wow, I can't wait to meet your super important special dad. Um, what should I get him? And Shiv is like, literally, he doesn't care. Much like I don't care. So just get him something that looks he is expensive. richer than any god will ever be in the entire world. So there's nothing you can get him that he can't just, like, have any sycophant in the world get for him. That's right. Exactly. Um, He's rich enough to the point that he doesn't actually have to buy things anymore. People just give him shit in the hope that he might give them money. Yeah, in the hopes that he might give them money at some point. Um, Not even, like, an exchange of goods and services. It's just the, like, saying, please? 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 Please, Daddy Wogan. Um, So we have... um, 
They play a game of baseball. They, they play do. a game of vampire baseball, and Supermassive Black Hole does not play during it, which is a crime. Can you believe? I can't believe they did that. They, um, they take helicopters to go play baseball, which is just really just a demonstration of their unethical amounts of. Oh, health. I know, and it never stops. It's it's a it is a good thread throughout the show like them filming like yeah this is how many like helicopters and they'll take two separate helicopters to two separate private jets when they're fighting like it's all like i i love it so wasteful um but um yeah they they start having like birthday dinner kendall is trying to take over the company and he's like Kendall is the ultimate fail son. Of Kendall the world. is such a fail son. I love the first scene when he's just like yelling his rap music in the car. He gets out, he smokes one cigarette, one puff of a cigarette, throws it on the dirty ground of New York City, goes into the building, and then immediately gets shat on by Lawrence Yee. Um, so he's not doing well. Um, Logan is clearly like losing faith in him. Um, they. Logan is doing all kinds of switch-ups at the baseball game. He's uh, firing Frank. He's promoting Roman. He's doing all kinds of crazy shit. And then he gets back in the helicopter to go home uh, with Shiv and Roman. And they're like, yeah, well, what's in it for us, old man, uh, coming into your company right now? And um, he starts having a heart attack. Um, also, let's not forget Roman's uh, star behavior this episode. Oh, we certainly cannot. Promising. No, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot going on at the baseball game. Let's get into that now. Because, yeah, um, the Roman part is definitely the worst in this episode, probably. No, I think it's the best. I, mean, I love taking advantage of a small child. Yeah, basically, he um, uh, Kendall has to leave to go help the deal. And Roman's like, hey, um, there's people here, I guess, running the field probably, and they have a kid. So he's like, hey, you come play. If you can hit a home run, I will give you a million dollars. And um, I will c- completely reshape the, f- the fountain of your life forever and ever. Yeah, you and just have you to hit one here, home run. If you fail here and your like grandmother can't afford her dialysis, that's on you. Kane. Yeah, that's on you forever and ever. In your just brain. know you didn't hit that fucking home run, and she died because of you mm-hmm. because you couldn't hit that shitty home run. Yeah. So um, I love being rich. It I it makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah, it's great stuff. Mr. Beast is out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like Roman hits- would be Mr. Beast. That would be so cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, give give him give him a streaming account. Get please, him on Twitch. Please, please make Roman a YouTuber. Mr. Beast is on. <sighs> Roman as a So YouTuber. how many bots do you think like his handlers are going to have to buy to keep him from having a meltdown? Uh 536,227. He would get mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. mad at like like comments would all be turned off even when that's why he should be a youtuber because it would be so funny to see him trying to individually fight every single person in his mentions you know he wouldn't be able to resist he would tell someone to take care of it and then he would immediately go and do it himself. no he would literally be like on there himself like you fucking asshole like it would be so bad and so embarrassing for him i want to see it yeah, and then he would, like, block them almost immediately, and it would be the funniest shit in the world. Oh, I yeah. want Roman to please start to become a streamer. Please. 
He does have big, um, buys Twitter and renames it X Energy. A little bit. A little bit. so fucking funny. I think Kendall's a little more that, but, you know. I mean, yeah, Kendall would be the fail son who would buy Twitter. Roman would be the fail son who is like, I got these millions of subscribers through hard work, and what no one talks about is that he is literally a rich asshole who is the heir to a fortune. Yeah. Exactly. He'd be like, I built this from hard work, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know. Someone keeps posting his net worth in the chat, and that person keeps getting blocked. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I think think to, like, really quickly summarize each of these horrible children, uh, Kendall is the fail son, as discussed, like... Uh, he always fucks up and does bad and takes drugs Mm -hmm. and has a meltdown. That's him. Constantly just shitting the bed and crying. He looks like Um, he's, he looks like the kind of person who every time you see them, no matter what mood they're in, you feel like they're on the verge of just breaking into tears. Oh yeah. We had a fun Mm -hmm. joke when we were first watching the show that Kennel would like make an NFT monkey. And then people would be, like, copy-pasting it into his mentions, and he would be, like, standing there, like, looking at the, like, the phone, and he would look like that NFT monkey, and he'd be, like, half-smiling, but there would be a tear rolling down his face as he watched people steal his NFT. Like, he just Mm -hmm, looks mm -hmm. like every moment of his life, I just want to push him. Yeah, a little bit. He, he, w- he would do the all my apes gone tweet. Yeah, all his apes got stolen. <laughs> That's so true. He really would. Uh... Then, Ship is the girl uh, Roman boss. Is, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Shit. Girl boss, liberal, uh, just, just, just the worst fucking person who like still, like manages to put on a good face. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she is like a PR person and is just, just kind of despicable. But like. It was like wow girl power. Exactly. Yeah, she's the evil of the wow girl power when it's fully just She is the um Margaret Thatcher, uh do you think it was girl power when she uh phoned money into paramilitary death squads? That's what Shiv is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where you're like, Wow, exactly. Shiv is girl power and you're like, Did you think it was girl power when she uh told a woman not to testify after she was sexually assaulted? Did you think that was girl power? I so wanted Shiv to have, like, a got banned from, or not banned from Twitter, but, like, shat on on Twitter for being a turf or something. Like, that's the kind of woman I feel like Shiv is, you know? Yeah. She's very much a feminist, yeah, but, like, very much a radical feminist, you know? Yeah, I mean, she no, she's, you... like, the ultimate, like, Taylor Swift white feminist, where it's just kind of, like, she, all her family are people who, like, regularly say the N-word and definitely would own a plantation given their first given opportunity, and she's, like... I don't know why it's that bad. Like, it's just in my family. Like, chill. Yeah, like, I don't own this. She's like, it's not me. (laughs) No, I won't tell them to stop. Certainly I profit from it, but... (laughs) She would definitely be on Twitter defending J.K. Rowling, even though she hasn't read Harry Potter. Or really knows who J.K. Rowling is. She just, like, sees a white woman get yelled at, and she is like, whoa, the level of vitriol here is kind of unsettling. And mm-hmm. people are like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys are just always looking for excuses to hate women. When and that's the women why in question she... is J.K. Rowling. And that's why she hates Antifa. I don't 
think she hates Antifa necessarily, uh, actually. No, I think it just, like, it all funnels into that. She's just, like, these fucking leftists. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, mm-hmm. when I was a leftist, it was it was a lot more tolerant. Now they're all just, they're attacking me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've been attacked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Roman is a never nude. Yeah, he's oh, a fucking sex pest. He's a uh, sex pest. He's a never nude. Um, he is... He has zero boundaries. Yep. He is, in every sense of the word, like, a Volcel in the sense that he is so scared of, like, women and intimacy, but also he is a horrible little sex pest, so all he does is just pester you. Yeah. And then when anyone is like, do you want to fuck, he just starts to cry. Yeah, like, he's gonna send mm-hmm. you a million pictures of his dick and then he won't even fuck you. <laughs> Or get fucked by you, because he would never. He had a girlfriend that was aching for it. Literally aching, like, showing up in his bathroom in, like, her hottest little, like, just-got-a-bed outfit. And he was just like, I'm sorry, you're in my farting range. You gotta get out of here. Roman is just, like, a horrible little dude who, like, makes friends with the people in the alt-right. Because, like, once again, he's a streamer. So, like, yeah, he's just going to show up and, like, uh, stream with Steven Crowder, I I guess. Like, he's a cool guy. I don't know why everyone's getting mad at me. I didn't endorse what he said. We just hung out. He truly, like, watching the course of the show, he's, like, a fascist because he thinks it's funny. Like, that's his, like... Yeah, he's doom-pilled. Yeah. Yeah, no, literally. He would go on Joe Rogan and just talk about all the places he's masturbated in. And how it's, like, actually really healthy for you and it realigns your chakras. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's the kind of urchin he is, which is just great. And then we have Connor, the forgotten sibling. Connor is a libertarian. he, He doesn't... He doesn't really do anything. Connor he is evil once again. And once and he owns a woman. Yes. Yeah, Connor is evil once again because he's just like a rich like libertarian. Not fully on sovereign citizen level, but only because I think he's rich enough that he doesn't really think about that yet. But sovereign citizen in the sense that he has the money to once again not really live on the grid. Like, yeah, he wants to. He like his whole um, quote unquote presidential campaign is based on him saying, "I don't want to pay taxes." Yeah, he's just like the like most basic shitty libertarian that you've ever seen in your goddamn life. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. him and his pumping rights. Yeah, the shitty libertarian who is like, "I earned buying this woman because she likes me, and also I gave her millions and millions of dollars." Um, and, I you funded know, her I art and then made her feel bad about it. You made know. her feel bad about it. And also, you know, I did bring her to my compound in the middle of the Arizona desert where she literally can't leave without my knowledge, which is nice and fun. Also, I'm just going to force her into family situations when makes her seem that she's, uh, you know, more invested in this than she really oh, is. God. Yeah, you guys, I didn't assign it, but the next episode, they're basically in the hospital waking, waiting for Logan to wake up and he calls Willa. This is the first time we meet her in the show and she's just like there while they're all waiting to hear about their dad and she's so uncomfortable. This is why no matter how much they say they'll pay you, don't, don't fucking, don't, don't get with like one of those rich libertarians. They're fucking freaks. Yeah. They have no social skills and they're like, what if I just invited you to my family gathering? No, motherfucker, I'm not doing it. Yeah, the real terror of a sugar daddy sinks in. Yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, But yeah, basically. Those are the horrible failed children. Logan Roy is um, a evil nightmare demon human. Yeah, he's Rupert yeah, Murdoch. He, he's um, Rupert Murdoch. He likes pitting his 
children against each other for fun and for profit. Yeah. Yep. Evil old man, he gets super pissed off when he doesn't have his way. He yells and screams. Yes. And then it's constantly like, why no one want to uh, show up for burgers with Pop Pop? <laughs> yeah, no one's yeah. no one's having burgers with Pop Pop. What no one's having? Just, I had the staff make all these delicious burgers for Pop Pop, and no one's coming to no eat one's, them. No one's coming for my burgers. No one wants to have Happy Burger for Pop Pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just just constantly having a temper tantrum, and everyone has to go along with it yep. because he just has so much fucking power over everyone. Yes, that is correct. Um. Who else should we, like, mention as characters right now? Cause we Tom can... is Shiv's uh, fail husband. Oh, my God. Who uh, is just so normal and such a nice guy. Um, everyone keeps telling him what to do, and he just does it. Um, and yeah. uh, Biggest Midwestern gay energy. Like, Midwestern Republican gay energy. Yeah. he uh, Shiv definitely wants out of the marriage before she even gets in it, and she keeps trying to give him outs, and because he's the nicest guy in the world, uh, he keeps going along with it because he's dumb as shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I love my wife who is actively cheating on me, and, uh, you know, just calls it an open relationship, and I'm not going to argue with it because I'm so whipped. Yeah. Whipped and also afraid of his feelings that maybe he wants to uh, date this uh, little twink that just showed up in the family, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Damn." So it would would if she she's okay with uh, uh, cheating, so maybe that means uh, all these thought crimes I'm having of uh, dominating that twink over there are okay, and then we're kind of even on that level. I think about uh, dating that twink over there, and she goes off and fucks that weird dude who looks like he's melting. He, he, he's also, like, the president of Fox News or something. Yeah, he's also, like, one of the major players in this entire thing, and he's just the most pathetic little man I've ever seen in my life. I love yeah. Tom. So there are machinations going on in episodes that None I didn't of it include. Matters. Right now, in the very beginning, he is just sort of working for the company, like kind of unspecified um as a power play later on it's the beginning of season two um when logan asks shiv if she wants to be ceo eventually she is able to get him head of atn so that's how he gets in there um and yeah it uh That's how he gets Greg in there, too, because Greg is his little boy toy. Um, Do we want to talk real quick about the the scene between Tom and Greg in this first episode? Uh, Yeah. Because this is... So Greg is in the car with Logan while they're going to get on the helicopters to play baseball. Is this the one where Tom offers to buy Greg like a loving person? Not quite yet, I don't think. Oh, okay. Um, Well, yeah. Um, Basically, Greg is like... Uh, trying to sell himself with Logan and he's all like oh cool like uh, having my granddad who you hate on the board must kind of suck do you want uh, me on the board instead Um, aren't I servile yeah that's what he's doing yeah pretty much literally and that's what Tom is doing as well he gives Logan a watch and like brings it with him in the helicopter to make sure that he can hand it to him in person and uh, Logan's like yeah I fucking hate this um, and then he suggests to Shiv that he is going to put Greg and Logan in parks. 
um, to kind of like let their rivalry, like, you know, prove who's the best of the two. And Logan comes over to Tom and he's like, hey, uh, so you're the new guy. Um, Would you kiss me if I asked you to? Would you do that for me? If I told you to. And Greg is uh, concerned and scared. And This is then... what you do with the homies. I don't see the problem with this. It's when you got a bro and you're feeling normal, you walk up to them and say, would you kiss me? Would you like kiss me on the lips right now for laughs? For laughs. Would you like, would you maybe marry me like for the joke? For the bit, would you like have sex with me right now? Would that be something you would do? No, haha. Good thing I was joking. Yeah, he's like, it's. <laughs> he's like, haha, you're my rival. I've got my eye on you. Would you kiss me? Like, insane stuff. He's only watched Nardo um, yeah. as the only piece of media he's ever consumed. What's gay pride anyway? Yeah, he's only ever seen Nara, so he thinks what you do when you have, like, a rival is you first kiss them on the lips, and then you uh, fight them for the rest of your life. That's what you do when uh, you have yeah. a rival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And you know, he's yeah, right. Yeah, really just to, really just to, like, get into the this dynamic, like, right off the bat, like... Tom keeps, like, aggressively flirting with Greg, but, like, in a way where it's like, haha, I control you. Yes, yes. I have and a position of power over you, and, uh... This is the only way I think I can I'm think going of. to make it uncomfortably intimate. Yeah, so when I say, like, a lot of it is, like, rape culture, like, a lot of, again, a lot of the business talk, like, we have Logan several times in this episode being like, oh, Kendall, I heard Lawrence fucked you. Like, you bent for him and he fucked you. It's very rape culture, very... You know, um, and this is constant through the Tom Greg thing because it's mm-hmm. always Tom being like, hey, like you want to wrestle like I'm in your space. You're uncomfortable and I own you. But this could be good for both of us, you know, like kind of thing. And yeah, <clears throat> um, it's a great testament to the writing where, um, you know, this man has only ever uh, known love through the idea of transactions and through powers power plays and so the only way he's like how do i get intimacy out of this horrible little twink who i think has no emotions uh what if i owned him what if i like asserted my dominance through the fact that i am higher up in this company right and then owned him and then whenever it looks like uh greg might get a little higher in the hierarchy tom begins to have a meltdown yeah, and we see that he's in like, his... "Uh oh, I'm not the top anymore. This is scary for me." We do see that in his relationship yeah. also, with like, Shiv anytime... too. Like how they switch over the course of the show is like Shiv gets a little more power in the next couple seasons, and Tom is not into that at all, and like gets more into his relationship with Greg, who is firmly under beneath, like underneath him on the org chart. Yeah, also, Tom also, like, has a meltdown anytime it seems like Greg might be having, like, success or achievements or any sort form of happiness. Yeah. Yeah, anytime he thinks that Greg might move on somewhere else without him or move above him or in any way has, like, a lot of success, he literally loses his shit on him. But he does also apologize to him more than Shiv. <laughs> well, you see, the thing about that is um, Tom has been watching a lot of um, a lot of Andrew Tate, and he's been saying there are roles in this family, Greg, and a husband and a wife. And if I'm going to be the husband, you really need to adopt the role of the wife and be uh-huh. lesser than me, or else everything yeah. will be chaos. Yeah. 
No, Tom really just cannot imagine a relationship in which two partners are equal. One of them has to be fucking miserable and subservient and a little bitch. Yeah. That that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. And in your uh, high-rise penthouse apartment, that's how you guys live, and you have a dog who I assume has never left the small little kennel area that I always see him in. You know what's funny is that's a background thing that everyone blames, like, Shiv is like, they're like, hey. No, that's Sh- Tom's dog. It is Tom's dog. Tom keeps it in the crate more than Shiv does. Shiv has it out on the bed with her sometimes. That's Tom. That is Tom keeping that thing Crated up. Tom is the exact kind of guy who would get like a fucking German Shepherd, which that dog was, just simply because that's what you're supposed to do when you're like a rich, powerful white man is you get a German Shepherd because yeah. it's cool. He wants a German he, Shepherd and he wants Shiv to have a baby. He does not want a German Shepherd. He does not want a dog. He <laughs> thinks they're gross. He doesn't actually want to touch it, but he's like, well, that's what you do. Yeah. When you're normal. I have to have a dog. When you're normal, you have a dog and that's what everyone expects of you. That's right. That's exactly right. I think Tom is a great character. I love watching this horrible little man flounder. Okay. I don't know if I should get into end spoilers right now, but I really was surprised. Uh, that with, he wins? Yeah, that he Tom does win succession. Yeah, because he's normal. I loved watching him fail. And I he do think it's- He plays the game the best. It's Yeah, it's good to watch. Like, he does play it the best. By being normal. By being subservient. <laughs> by- <laughs> By being servile. He's the biggest top by being the biggest bottom. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he's a service top. We all know this. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So, okay, that's most of the characters. I think we got mostly through episode one. We Did we talk about Greg and what his whole deal is? I mean, a little bit. He's Ewan's. So Ewan is Logan's he's a worth, brother. He's a loathsome little worm. Yeah. Um. He's he's little little cousin greg they haven't seen him in years but um all of his nepotism money ran out and so now he has to come get more nepotism money from logan because his mom doesn't have any more to give him um mm-hmm. and ewan hates logan yeah. so logan kind of is playing that against greg where he's like yeah like obviously he's thrilled that greg is not going to ewan he's coming to him instead and he's playing that against ewan but also at the same time like is being like, yeah, Greg, if you want something from me, get you in to ask me. Like, you know. But on a more spiritual level, he's the exact kind of fucking guy um, who is constantly like, I don't have any power. I just work here. Like, bro, I just work here. And you and you have to constantly tell him, like, dude, you're upper management. What yeah. the fuck do you mean you just work mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I yeah. got, I can't do anything. I, I just work here. And you're like, bro, what the shit are you talking about? Like, every interaction you have, you want to just strangle him because he is just the worst, most loathsome little worm. Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing about Greg. He is also, like, a power-hungry, like, backstabbing, like, you know, uh, uh he, he, he is also a bastard, you know, 100%. on par with the rest of these fuckers. But the thing about him is he is, like, so timid and so incompetent. He's just really bad at Yeah, it. he's just, like, once again, just the most bro I just work here. And you're, like, you literally just, like, harassed the last five employees to quit so you could get a bigger raise. What is wrong with you? And he's, like, bro, I just work here. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, ju- I yeah. just, I work here. I don't know what you want from me. Mm-hmm. Which is fun. I think he's a horrible person, and I want him to die in the pits of hell. What mm-hmm. a th- great mm-hmm. thing to watch. Yeah, it's fun. We love it. Okay. So, 
that's most of episode one. Like I said, Logan was in the hospital at the end. I think he wakes up right at the end of episode two. So most of episode two is them in the hospital. Um, oh, yeah. He had a uh, stroke. Yeah. Yeah. So episode two is like them getting to the hospital. Um, Marsha sends Greg to get slippers because she doesn't want him like in her face asking if he has a job or not. Um, and while he's there. Um, so. In the last episode, they were doing stuff about signing the trust. They were signing Marsha, who is Logan's wife, onto the trust. And Kendall already signed it because he didn't want to lawyer stuff in front of Dad. But Dad wanted him to lawyer stuff in front of him. And that is why he will not be getting the company. Um, And Shiv tells, or Roman tells Greg to also get the papers when he's getting the slippers. Shiv tells him not to. And Greg makes the decision in this episode that Shiv while not being in the company, technically has more power and is scarier than Roman. Um, So that's most of the important stuff in that episode, I think. There is a short Tom Gregg scene of just Tom being like, oh, yeah, Greg, everyone was only talking about you. And Greg's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And then he's like, nah, you know what? If you show up at Waystar, I'll take care of you. Um, yeah, I'll keep you in my little house. That's right. I will keep you and protect you. And then he does. He um, Episode three, Logan is at his house, um, basically under the care of Marsha and a bunch of home nurses, but no one is allowed to see him. Um, Shiv hates that, gets a bunch of people together to try and go see him. Um, that's most of her thing in that episode, while um, <clears throat> um, at the end of that episode... Um, there's a lot of business stuff. We have Jerry, who is the, she's like legals or something like that. So she's technically not like a board member, but she's very, very powerful in the company. And a couple of she's other people. She's the glue, glue holding this shit together. Oh my God. She does so much for this company. Also girl boss and also, evil. But. <laughs> exactly. She's also an evil girl boss and Shiv's godmother. Um, oh. Yeah. That's, that's cute. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so she shows up at the, during the last episode and causes some kind of rifts between the family because they have to make a holding statement on like, wh- like if Logan is going to die, like they have to have a plan in place for who's going to run the company. Um, so at the end of that episode, they tell Kendall, he's going to run the company. Um, <clears throat> they tell him that the company is massively in debt. So most of episode three, Logan Kendall is trying to deal with that, um, ends up making a deal with the bank, which pisses off Logan when he finally wakes up. Um, and Tom takes a liking to Greg because Greg kind of showed up, was like, yep, I know Tom, I'm gonna work for him. And then was stealing um, cookies from the break room and putting them in a dog poop baggie. And Tom was like, hey, um, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, well, I can like take them, right? Like they're like free. And he's like, yeah, but in a dog poop baggie. And he's like, they're not pre-pooped. And Tom is like, you know what? Get this guy in office. He's gonna work under me. We're gonna get him a nice paycheck. Um, <clears throat> oh, they have the weirdest kinks. They have the weirdest fucking relationship, and it's so good. This is not how you do puppy play, I think. <laughs> God, we are like, we're like 45 minutes into the episode. Yeah, we are. No, I know, I know. We're gonna, so the next episode, um, mostly what's happening there is just Tom learns about the Cruises scandal, which is basically that while some like 80s or something, a bunch of dancers were uh, coerced into performing sexual favors. And Tom is told about this as the new head of parks. And um, 
gets Tom over Thanksgiving to shred a bunch of paperwork for him. But Greg keeps most of that paperwork. Um, Not most, but enough to have some insurance. um, And that's going to get brought up later um greg also i can we just cut ahead to that for a second because it is very funny uh he's he's threatening tom and he's like "Uh, is it okay if i blackmail you yes is that all right for me if i blackmail you i have you know i have this uh this this evidence that could like really hurt you and i want to like leverage it against you to get what i want that's is that okay is that cool will you be mad at me if i do that and tom loves it he's like haha you piece of shit and the twinkle in his eyes he loves it Mm -hmm. it's so good god i want what they have just kidding Um, Could you imagine the antagonism going on in that household all the time? Mm. It's insane. I, I truly can't. Like By what I want what they have, I mean I want to like put them in a terrarium and I just want to watch them go. I know. Tom would Tom would definitely do the thing where he like makes a line down the center of the house just to be like, okay, that's your side and that's my side. We each both have our space and then spend all the, and then spend every waking second in Greg's side of the house. It would be so fucking good. I just, I want to put them in a little terrarium and I just want to like study them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to see which one cannibalizes the other first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so real quick, just to backtrack, we do have the first Greg betrayal of Tom, which is where Tom was going to do like a big press conference and Greg tattles to Jerry. Um, and Tom assumes it was Shiv, but it was Greg. Um, and then we have Tom seducing Greg with a night out on the town. Um, he's trying to teach him how to be rich. Um, there is literally a scene where he says, Greg is like, oh, are you trying to seduce me, Tom? And Tom says, why, yes, yes, I am. And Greg, like, tucks his hair behind his ears all shyly. Um. I love being so gay and repressed. I know. I know. They feel like they're acting like decadent Romans when they're like, damn. I have my mistress, but also I have this, like, little twink I found on the street that I'm going to take everywhere. And maybe I'll murder him, or maybe he'll murder me. Whichever comes first. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it, it's about the passion of the moment. I, I don't want to plan it out. Yeah, it's kind of great. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, we do also have Tom's bachelor party, where um, Tom swallows his own cum, and Greg tells everybody about it. Um... Mm. And um, also, Greg is the only (laughs) Greg is also the only one to point out to Shiv that, like, hey, uh, so if Shiv gave you a pass, does that mean like she also gets a pass? Like, is she probably like maybe cheating on you right now? Is she getting her back blown out by literally like a guy who looks like he's melting? Yeah, is is that happening right now? And Tom's like, what? No, but then calls her all freaked out, and it's like, is it okay if I get my dick sucked? Are you getting your back blown out right now? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it okay if I get mine blown out? Is it is it really okay? Is, is it, it really, really okay? okay if I get my black back blown out? Tom is- would never consider gay sex, and it is so sad. I feel the same about Roman. Roman just needs to get dicked down. I think what these people need is to be obliterated. But well, yeah, that's yes. also true. Yeah. Well, yes, they do. <laughs> I think what they need is to be like leveled from this earth, uh-huh. but fucking sniped from orbit <laughs> we need space lasers on these people right i mean obviously yeah they're billionaires and i would like them all to die but you know if but that yeah no happen, i get the sentiment if that can't happen yeah 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 it's like when i watch like any of my funny little stories and i'm just like you need to be eliminated but but 
while I'm watching. I think you also just need the tender kiss of another man. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so episodes nine and ten, real quick, of that season. Uh, it's the finale. It's um, Tom Shiv wedding, um, where Greg notices that there's like an energy between Shiv and Nate, who is her coworker on um, basically the Bernie Sanders. Um, I think his name is Gil Evis in the show, but he's supposed to be Bernie Sanders. Um, so they're trying to help him run for president and their coworkers and they're fucking. And Greg notices that they have an energy and tries to tell Tom and Tom beats the shit out of him and is like, no, fuck you. Shiv isn't cheating on me. Um, later in that episode, Shiv she- isn't getting her back blown out by another man. Yep. Um, after the wedding actually happens, Shiv does confess to Tom that, yeah, um, I did cheat on you with him. Um, so do you want to not get married? That would be so funny. If no, you they're already married. She says, do you want to have an open marriage? Actually, the night before the marriage, Tom does say, should we like not? And Shiv is like, everybody's already here. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, and also I, I want to, Maybe. Tom. I definitely want to. Um, anyways, um, Tom kicks Nate out of the wedding and makes him pour the wine in his glass, Bach in the bottle it's very um coded i will say yeah just put that right back in yeah there. he's like pour it fucking back don't make a mess um it's messy um mostly like that episode is crucial i mean you know we do have tom and greg backing each other up on that um also kendall kills a waiter at this wedding um so that is um what makes him like the way he is in season two um yeah because like logan immediately like susses this out and is like all right i got leverage on you you're gonna do whatever i want for me yeah so god okay so the end of that is him sending him to rehab and he's got like a one second hug on him and then snaps over colin to take him away he's in rehab for like 48 hours and then the end like the opening of season one is kendall in rehab for like after 48 hours and them pulling him out to get him on television to say like yeah um i didn't quit because of any other reason logan's plan is better haha haha um, and getting him back in the company. Um, so, yeah, Logan's thinking of selling the company. Tom and Shiv are very eager to leave their honeymoon, but neither of them wants to admit it. Um, and then Shiv is offered CEO, but does get him, d- does get Tom in at ATN. And Tom takes Greg with him and Greg is like, you know, I really didn't want to work at ATN because like, you know, it's kind of racist and they don't tell the truth. And uh, Tom is like, no, fuck you. You don't have principles. This is no, fuck you. You're in with me. Um, Then we have. Oh, God, bore on the floor. Um, That's like our next thing. Um, basically Greg talks with the biographer very briefly. Um, and he is really worried that Logan is going to like fire him basically for that. They're at this retreat. Um, Logan feels like everybody's like caving in on him from all sides. So he hazes Tom, Carl and Greg with this, like makes them get on the floor and fight for a sausage with their eyes closed, like hazing ritual. Um, it's fucked. We see Colin like shoving everyone out of the room, like all the waiters and stuff. Uh, and then the next morning he's just like, oh, sorry if things like got a little fruity there. Uh, you know, it was just mm-hmm. jet lag. Um, anyways, you're in for the company, Frank. And Frank's like, yeah, I fucking guess. I don't know. I'm scared. 
uh, you know? I mean, Saturday is for the boys. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays is for the boys and Sunday is for the dads. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, fucked stuff. Um, <clears throat> but um, in that, Greg is Greg tells Tom, like, hey, I'm super worried about, like, this thing. And Tom is like, haha, you dumbass. Don't give me... Um, he, he's like, you gave me a huge piece of capital against you and you're a dumbass and you better hope you can trust me. And he, he can. You, Tom you is me, never going to betray Greg for any reason. You gave me a huge piece of something. Mm-hmm. Tom is all about a huge piece of something. Um... So the next episode is the safe room. That's, this is where, it's the end of this scene where um, Greg has the um, discussion with Tom where he asks if he can blackmail him. Um, But before Mm -hmm. that, he, there are shots in the building and they are worried because Antifa was outside because uh, Ravenhead is a Nazi and he was getting um, a rally outside brewing about, um, um, you know, people who are Nazis who were like, no, you have to keep Ravenhead. Um, when the shots are fired, they get sequestered into a quote unquote safe room. Um, Tom is pretty upset when he finds out that he's not in the real safe room with like the real heads. Um, and Greg is like, you know, um, here's a good time for us to talk. Um, I was thinking, you know, ATN's not really my scene. I was thinking maybe going somewhere else, like, you know, a business open relationship. Like I can go somewhere and then maybe come back to you. And, uh, Tom has a complete meltdown. He, um. Yeah, he can't handle two open relationships in his life. It's a little too much. Exactly. Um. I don't even know if he can handle the one. (laughs) He, he, he super can't. Um, he's. Uh, he's like, you're you're making me feel very bad feelings, Greg. Uh, and then he starts throwing water bottles across the room and shit at him. And the security guy is like, uh, what's going on here? Um, Men will literally throw water bottles at you while in lockdown of an active shooter threat than go to therapy. Literally. Like, I'm saying. Um, sorry, I keep looking at my notes and seeing Shiv grilling her client on her strapping technique because her client was... Um, like on fire at ATN for his husband, her husband showing a picture of her asshole, and Shiv was not having any. It of wasn't that. her asshole. It was of his. his asshole, yes, but like she was like talking to her client of his like, immaculate like, asshole. So like, yeah. what went up there? Like you know, was it just a dildo or some fingers or like you know a thing of Richard Nixon? Like it was just she. She was not happy with that. Um, Shiv homophobia moments. So, yeah, at the end of that scene, like, Tom is like, man, like, you you can't leave me. Why would I let you leave me? And Tom is like, well, can I can I say that I um I took some papers when we shredded stuff at Cruises? And um, so I have those. I don't know if now is like a good time to like maybe bring those up. Like not in a mean way, Tom. I love you. You're my best friend. But like, you know, you know, you know what I know. Uh, and Tom is like, you sly dog. I'm going to give you a promotion and better pay and a better office and some shit. Um, but yeah, that's the blackmail scene. And it is good. <laughs> Greg is so, so silly. Mm. He sucks so much is the thing. Yeah. He's like trying to, he, he he's trying to be an awful person and he is, but also he's he, really bad at it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so timid, but still doing just, just, just some real evil shit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's quite something. Um, Do you think um, Greg is the star scream of um, Secession? God. This isn't a question for anyone here. That's a question for Spike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do we know? <laughs> I'll ask that question yeah, to Spike can we completely. Yeah, get Spike on the call real quick? Yeah, completely out of context, I'll be like, Spike, is, star- is Greg the secession, the star scream of secession? <laughs> Knowing nothing about star scream, I think he's just like a little bitch. I think he's like a little worm and that this is basically all he does. I don't think Spike has seen Secession. I don't know. I know. That's why when I asked the question. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. With our powers combined, we'll get, we'll find an answer. <laughs> that's right. Um, okay. Um, so Tom Gregg has some shenanigans this season. They're talking about, they have like this press conference where their devices are, they're supposed to say, we hear you, but they can't, they find out on the day of that they can't actually say that because they're like, uh, their TV boxes and stuff are in fact listening and recording data. And so they don't want that to like break. Uh, so they have some shenanigans about that. And then, um, Tom very, so he doesn't want to be blackmailed by Greg anymore. He comes over to his house and is like, do you have those papers? Because I think we should get rid of those. I think we have some nastiness between us because you have this insurance. It's very bad. Um, and then he, like, grabs his tie and, like, holds it, like, blurtily. And he's like, so I'm going to stay here overnight. And then in the morning, you and I are going to go get those papers. Um, so that's cute for them. Um, they have a little sleepover. Um, most of that season is about um, them finding a new CEO and then Shiv throwing her under the bus to take the um, the brunt of the crew scandal. Um, it's Holly Hunter, good for her. And oh yeah, um, that is the season with Holly Hunter. Yeah, That's yeah, fun. yeah. She comes in and then she fucks Shiv over and then um, Shiv leaves her with the cruise's scandal to clean up. Um, so that's most of season two. At the end of season two, um, Tom does. Shiv tries to have a threesome with Tom and another woman. By the way, while this cruise scandals is breaking, heavily implied to be an employee of Waystar Royco, Shiv just like gets this woman and is like, hey, do you want to have sex with me and my husband on a boat? Great. <laughs> just <laughs> fantastic. The most normal people to ever exist in the world. Again, I love what a girl boss Shiv is. She has no idea. She's all like, oh, this cruise scandal is so bad. I need to clean up this company. Like, I feel personally responsible. I need to do something about this. While she is having one of her employees have sex with her and her husband on a boat. Um, Also, I don't want to skip over, like, while they're, like, talking about the cruise scandal with the whole family, like, Roman and Logan are really both just, like, is that bad, really? Literally. Is it bad mm-hmm. to pressure some... Is it bad to pressure your employees into sex? I don't... I think that's I think pretty, that's just, like, what you do. I don't think there's anything really wrong with that. People are just complaining. Yeah, they're like, well, I mean, you know, is it that bad? Like, I get that it's bad, but, like, is it bad, bad? Like, you know. Yeah, they, they don't give a fuck. Um... Logan is very open about, like, having protected these people. We haven't even really gotten into um, the the big guy that they talk about a lot is his name is Lester. Willa and Connor go to his wedding, and Willa calls him Mo because that's what they call him in the company, only to find out that his name is Lester and that they call him Mo because he is a Mo Lester. Um, So that's, like, 
It's just like a normal. It's group a normal of company nor- run by normal people. He was head of entertainment and cruises, so they would just send him on a boat with a bunch of um, young women. So yeah, that's that's a big, big, big point in the show. Um, sorry, I'm trying. Every to one of these motherfuckers is riding the Epstein plane. Literally. Oh, I do have a funny thing. Um, the Wikipedia, if you look this up and look at the reactions from the Murdoch family, it's like three sentences. One is several people in the family found it funny. Another is um, Lo- uh, uh, Rupert Murdoch's most recent ex-wife. Her name's Jerry something. Jerry um, Seinfeld. Yeah, it was Jerry Seinfeld. And she is not allowed to comment to them as a part of her divorce stipulation, was not allowed to talk to the crew of succession. I just love that. Two sentences. Yeah, some of them thought it was funny. It was part of a divorce settlement, though, that they're not allowed to talk to outside people about what goes on in the family. One of those great moments where you're just kind of like, damn, how did we not ever sit there and be like, are we the baddies? (laughs) Yeah, it's quite something. Okay. So, end of season two is mostly Shiv and Tom... Like, Shiv protects Tom from going to prison, or tries to, by sending Kendall to prison. Um, Because Logan needs, you know, someone to hang for his crimes. Um, Also, Roman does get held hostage at the end of that season, so he's a little um, post-trauma right about then. But um, he gets held hostage while trying to broker a deal, and then comes back and says, yeah, I don't think we should make a deal with the guys who just got held hostage. So, you know, maybe not. Um, so, but they come back and they have this big meeting about who's going to get sent to prison for everything that's gone on. And, um, it's maybe going to be Tom, but Tom and Shiv go on this picnic where Tom is like, yeah, um, you know, I'm really unhappy with you and you got me to be in an open marriage on our, uh, wedding night and I'm not a hippie and I don't want to have your disgusting polyamorous sex. Um, And uh, I don't know whether the happiness I get from or whether the sadness I get from being with you would be worse than the sadness I would be away from you. Uh, So Shiv freaks out and goes home and is like, listen, don't send Tom to prison. You can send Kendall. I don't care. Just don't (laughs) just not Tom. Um, That's true. Yeah. You should send Kendall to prison and also Roman and also Connor and Shiv. They should all be in prison. It's a fun episode much because any named character in this show. Yeah, honestly, um, they have th- like the whole episode is them on this, or it's like maybe even two episodes. I can't remember, but like they're all there, and Logan starts off going like, "Well, the board wants me to be the one to go to prison," and they all just kind of go, "No, never!" Like looking at each other, like all sarcastically, and he's like, "Oh, okay, so like who will it be?" Um. And it's going to be Kendall. But then Kendall um, instead, like there's a press conference where he's supposed to say like, "Uh, yep, I'm taking responsibility for this. And instead he says, yeah, no, it was Logan. It was my dad. I have papers to prove it. Fuck you guys. Um, So that's the season three scramble. Um, Logan is afraid of being arrested. So he is country hopping a little bit. Um, He asks shiv to get a good lawyer but kendall already hired that lawyer so since she lost and she sucks and we hate her um jerry is named interim ceo rather than shiv um and then 
There's some fun Greg Tom stuff in here, mostly with Greg being, um, he's kind of siding with Kendall right now in the fight between the two and Logan wants Greg back. So Tom keeps calling him threateningly and being like, Hey, are you sucking a lot of dick over there? And, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, are you eating a lot of ass? Maybe mine. Yeah. You know, sucking good dick over there. Um, and then Greg is like, well, I, I can say Shiv is over here. Do you want to tell that to Logan too? And he's like, okay, no, keep your voice down. Don't get Shiv in trouble. Um, so he's learned how to blackmail a little bit better. Um, That's just sexy talk. It's just banter. Yeah, it's just banter. It's fine. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, so I do have an episode here that I didn't assign, but we do need to talk about most of it because this is where um, uh, Logan has Shiv in at the company a little bit, um, and everyone hates it. Everyone is trying to carve out from under her. Um Connor specifically says, like, yeah, this is kind of like when you uh, were a kid and you were, like, stamping all the mail that came into the house, huh? I don't want to deal with you, Shiv. You're, you're, you're too woman for this, basically. Um, uh, she goes to talk to Tom about, what is, oh, yeah, Logan wants um, Ravenhead to say some shit about the president because the president isn't, um, helping Logan enough with this, you know, getting this cruise cases just wiped off the map entirely. He wants the president to do that. And since he's not going to do it, he's going to say some shit about him on his news channel. Um, and Shiv goes to Tom and says, you have to do this. And Tom is like, well, okay, but I don't want you to order me around too much because then the org chart will suggest that you're fucking me in the ass. And Shiv is like, Hey, um, you're going to do this for me. Okay. Um, then Tom goes to talk to Greg, and this is where we get the Nerosporus scene, um, mm-hmm. where Tom says, "So have you ever heard the story of Nero and Sporus?" And Greg is like, "No, what um, what media is that? I'm not familiar with this franchise." Um, <laughs> and Tom says, "Well, Nero was very powerful, and um." One day he, he elected his horse to council. Yeah, well, that too. Um, but one day he pushed his wife down the stairs and married um, her cousin and castrated him. I'd castrate and marry you in a heartbeat. And Greg is like, aha, uh-huh, wow. They're just normal. Uh huh. And he kind of does look, he, uh-huh. he looks a little scared, but also kind of sweet. And then Greg or Tom kinda is like, it. yeah, a little bit. And then Tom is like, hey, let's wrestle. Get up and wrestle. Let's come on. And Greg is like, no, I I, I don't want to. And Greg and Tom just mocks him and is like, you're so hard to riff with, you know? Just so hard to riff with. Yeah, our I just sexy banter to... never goes anywhere with you. Yeah, I just wanted to sexy mm-hmm. wrestle with you in your office. What is this, man? What if we stripped and we got covered in oil and then, like, maybe we found a mud puddle outside? Yeah. Would that be cool for you? That would be fun and crazy. Just some some sexy fun. Just some boy stuff. Just some guy stuff right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. A really, a really, a really recurring thing here is that Tom will just, like, threaten and harass Greg and then just be like... What, you thought I was serious? No, I'm kidding, dude. Why are you so mad? It's exactly that. It's, hey, you want to have gay sex? Haha, <laughs> no, bro, I was kidding. I would never have gay sex with you. That's so crazy that you would think I was serious about that. That's fucked up. That's most of that. Um, Logan, so they're doing a vote. Um, 
Shiv has to take over power, kind of, because Logan has a UTI that he didn't take his meds for. So, like, instead of doing his speech and running, like, trying to make a deal while people... It's very fun because it's people voting on the future of the company, but if they can make a deal before the vote is closed, then they don't have to do any of it, basically. What a perfect system. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're trying to get this deal because otherwise they will vote them out, basically. Um... Uh, so Shiv is doing all that. And in between that, Tom is saying, hey, you're ovulating. Can we fuck? And Shiv is like, "Mm, I don't think so. Uh, and Tom is like, yeah, but I want you to be pregnant while I'm in prison so that when I come out, like there's a baby for me. And Shiv is like, yeah, well, I don't really want to be your incubator while you're in prison. And he's like, it's nice. It's supposed to be nice. Why are you twisting my words on me? You evil wench. Why are you? Why are you? Why won't you just give me my baby so I could kill you and marry your cousin? I swear to God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pretty much. I have to do the one thing that all men are supposed to do, which is spread their seed, and I need you to give me an heir so I can kill you and then marry your cousin. Speaking of, that is what, um, the, um, during Bore on the Floor, one of the one things that Tom said, or Logan says to Tom is like, hey, why don't you pipe down until you tell me that um, you're you're giving me a grandchild? Why don't you pump a load we into love, my, gr- my daughter already? Family. Yeah, it's great. Hey, when are you going to pump a load into my daughter? Hey, man. Hey, you want to have a regular conversation right now? How about uh, we talk about when you're going to man up and pump a load into my daughter? Yep, pretty when much. When are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, next episode isn't super... Well, it's... <laughs> they decide to elect a Nazi, but... Um, it's fine. Well, they don't elect the Nazi. That's next season, but they decide that that's who they're going to back through ATN. It's fine. Um, but also Greg takes Tom out for dinner and is like, Hey, um, so since you're going to prison anyway, can you just like say you did all the stuff? Like, and, um, so I don't have to go to prison too. And Tom is like, are you really asking me for that? And he's like, well, if it's not too much trouble and he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just... So, you know, Greg looks at him like he's the world, all that stuff. Um, so they, the next episode is Kendall's birthday party. Um, God, big breakdown. Um, but mostly for us, um, Tom finds out he's not going to prison. He runs down to Greg's office and screams yes and beats his chest and flips a desk over. Uh, and is like, oh, I'm not going to prison. And then he kisses him right on the forehead and leaves. Very intimate. Very intimately, yeah. And, oh man, Greg, Greg's into this one, is Constructing what I'll say. elaborate rituals, yada, yada, yada. Yada, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And then he leaves, and everyone is looking in the office, like, did y'all just fuck in here? And Greg is just like, he got some good news, and he's trying to flip his desk back up. He did get some good news. Mm-hmm. He got some great news. Um... I think most of the episode, they go in the compliment tunnel. I'm, I think it's mostly Tom Greg free. It's mostly Roman being pretty much awful and Kendall breaking down about his birthday. It's good. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Um, we love to see it. Um, I love that he was going to sing Honesty by Billy Joel. Oh, I forgot he was going to Yeah, that. he was. He was going to sing Honesty by Billy Joel. That would have been really funny if he got to do Honesty. it. Honesty. Well, oh my God. Um... I didn't assign you guys L to the OG because it has nothing to do with Tom Gregg, but oh my god, you guys should look up 
Kendall's rap that he sings for Logan. You really, really should. Oh, no. It's quite something. I love when rich white boys who have never <sighs> faced a lick of adversity in their entire life uh, rap about their fathers. <laughs> who hate them and want them to suffer. <sighs> the worst pains imaginable. It's... Uh... It makes me feel good inside. L to the OG. <laughs> Makes me feel like a powerful god. <laughs> My boy Squiggle cooked up this beat for it's so good. You really just 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 a complete ear succession education. You should at least watch that clip. Just to rewire your brain chemistry a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it it certainly will rewire you. And I always forget it's coming in that specific episode, and then it does, and my heart sinks and is also lifted. You know how it is. Um. Okay. So the rest of this season is largely um, Caroline's wedding. That's Shiv, Roman, and Kendall's mom. Um, let's see. Roman does try to send a dick pic to Jerry in that episode and sends it to Logan instead. So Logan's like, you're a fuckhead. I'm going to fire Jerry. And <laughs> Roman's like, maybe we shouldn't fire Jerry for receiving a picture of my dick. Um, That's what you do. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do when that. When you get sexually harassed in the office, you get fired. Yeah, and, the, and then Shiv also tries to fuck Jerry by being like, well, you know, you're like interim CEO. It would look really shitty if you didn't report this because, like, it might look like you can't even, like, handle your own sexual harassment. And that would just be fucked up, like, if you couldn't do that. So, like, you should report this. Um, um, also, I think Jerry should get to kill every single person in that room. Yeah, Jerry should have won succession, is my view, but, you know. Um, she does, she, she gets her payday. Um, so while Shiv and all of them are at the wedding, um, there's a Gojo deal going down. Roman is there when, um, Logan is like, haha, I'm not gonna sell unless, um, and then sends Roman away. Haha, unless. Unless. Um... There's a moment where Caroline is talking to Shiv and is like, you know, honestly, like, I might have been a shitty mom to you, but you were a shitty daughter. Also, I probably shouldn't have had kids. Um, and then... What a fantastic thing to say to anybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Man, I was a really bad mom to you, but you know, you kind of sucked. Your vibes were off, <laughs> so you can't blame me. Yeah, did anyone ever also, ask me whether your vibes were off? Also, this womb probably shouldn't have produced kids. Anyways, bye, sweetie. Mm -hmm. And she tells Shiv she's making the good decision by not having kids, and so Shiv immediately goes to Tom and says, hey, you want to pump a baby into me? Like you've been wanting for this right whole town. Like, do you, do you, do you want to have a baby? Um, and then Tom is like, oh yeah, this is hot. Say anything to me. And she says, I don't love you. And I'm way too good for you. Um, which <laughs> would be really hot normal. under the right circumstances. But he, which is, makes him normal. Yeah, he hated that. Um, and then the next day is like, yeah, um, I'm feeling a little afterburn. And Shiv's like, well, that's kind of manipulative. Um, to, to say that to me now. Um, and, you know, they kind of talk about, like, maybe freezing. And she says, you know, I may not love you, but I do love you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, honey. I that love you sense. too. Uh-huh. Um, and then next episode, Shiv and Roman and Kendall kind of figure out what's going on, which is that they are being um, screwed out of the deal. Logan is planning on selling to Gojo and cutting them out of it. 
So they, the siblings work together and they try to put something together to like fight back. Um, Shiv calls Tom and Tom decides with that he, he talks to Greg and is like, hey, so I'm going to do something. Do you want to be on my side? And he's like, do I get any more information? And he says no. Um, but do you want to? Um, and he says, you know, you might, um, I might need a Greg Weiler, my own personal attack dog. And Greg's like, I mean, that doesn't sound like great. And he's like, well, when has anyone in this family ever looked after you? You got to stick with me. And Greg says, he says, do you want to make a deal with the devil? And Greg says, what do I need a soul for anyways? Boo souls. And he, he look, they look very love struck here is what I will say. Yeah, it's just like in Common Rider Double when uh, their initial meeting is to say, do you want to ride with the de- devil? Mm-hmm. I can't wait till we get to cover Common Rider, Common Rider Double. Yeah, this is just like Common Rider Double. This has the mm-hmm. exact same vibes as Common Rider Double. Mm-hmm. Down to the evil rich father. Yeah, probably. I'm sure it's the uh, same. Too bad. I wish Kendall no fell down well. F- <laughs> yeah, too bad no one dies in a fucking fire in this show. Too bad Kendall doesn't, like, at the age of 10, just, like, jump down a well. Imagine, right? Sorry, too spoilers for Common Rider Double. doesn't become... Too bad Kendall doesn't become Shadow the Hedgehog for a hot second. <sighs> that would have been really good. I would have appreciated that. God. What are we talking about again? Um, basically, <laughs> basically the end of that episode is just Tom says, like, or the siblings go in um, to talk to Logan, and Logan is like, yeah, you lost. What are you coming at me with? Love? Fuck you guys. Um, and... Season three is all about what if your dad's heart exploded into a thousand pieces. Wouldn't that be funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, as as Logan's leaving the room, he, like, pats Tom on the shoulder, and Shiv is like, oh, fuck you. You did it. You did the thing. You betrayed me. Um, And then... Oh, uh, fuck you. Dad likes you more than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we get into season four. We find out in the first couple episodes that Tom and Shiv are, like, separated, maybe divorcing. Um, God, I wish they would. I fucking know. Um... They're trying to make some deals. The kids are out on their own, um, doing their own thing. Um, oh, they're making deals, all right. Yeah, they offer like a billion, some crazy like ten billion to um, PGN because Logan's trying to buy PGN again. Um, so they win that, um, and then they go to Connor's like bachelor party, where Willa has left. <laughs> just like yeah i can't um do this right now like i can't do be near you at all right i can't now. like pretend i'm happy about this anymore right now so i'm gonna go um which is a great start to any marriage yeah it's great um so um uh they go out karaokeing and logan comes to them and is like hey can we like make a deal and shiv and logan are petty as they probably should be and say like fuck you dad i don't want to work with you like you have fucked us over many times and i would like an apology and fuck you and where's your notes app apology that's right exactly um at the end of that night roman does go to logan and say hey they were kind of fucked right anyway what's going on with you and um please take me back i'm simply a worm 
Literally. And Logan kind of offers him like ATM. I'm a little birthday boy. Um, I'm wearing glasses. And also, I think I'm a little bit uh, submissive and maybe breedable. I thought you were going to say, would you hit a guy with glasses? And I was like, Logan has hit Roman many times. It is a running joke in the show about how many times Logan has beat Roman. Um, Normal family. Yes, it's completely normal. Um, So we move into episode three, Connor's wedding. Um, Tom is calling greg and saying like hey um i'm going somewhere logan finds you visually agitating right now so i've got a bunch of other people gregging for me and greg has actually a little moment of jealousy there he's like why do you have all these little guys running around don't make me all these hussies don't make me a verb first of all and second of all who are all these hussies running around gregging for you um i love that connor are they gonna get you gregnant huh (laughs) Tom would love to get Gregnant, yeah. To get Gregnant so badly. He yep. would also love to get Greg Gregnant. Yeah, he would love to get Greg Gregnant. Greg Gregnant, yes. Greg Gregnant. <laughs> Tomnan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Greg's jealous about that. Connor is about the same age as his wife's mom, and they have some fun laughing at poor people for a little bit. <sighs> yep. Uh-huh. Um so what if a man's heart exploded in the greatest way possible? Yeah. So Logan calls Roman and is like, hey, you have to fire Jerry. And Jerry... For like no reason? Yeah. For pretty much no reason. Um, he's also trying to fire fresh. Carolina too. So I don't know if he's just having like a specific woman hating streak right now. But yeah, he just specific? is like... Or not Carolina. It's not even. Because Carolina's... Still, it's Sid who works for ATN. Um, and is technically Tom's boss. Um, and Tom hates her. Um, so (laughs) Roman says, you know, on a human level, I am sad, but you know, you're fired. And Jerry's like, yeah, thanks. I don't give a fuck. Bye. On a human level. On a human level. Um, We've all been on a human level. mm Mm-hmm. Um, there's some stuff with Connor's mom and how she was committed and that, um, Logan's, Logan gave Connor like sponge cake for a week straight after, um, having his mom institutionalized so he can't like have the sponge cake at his wedding um all of the siblings hate greg all of that's going on and then pretty much yeah the rest of the episode is whoops logan died on a plane um oops crab rave yes crab rave logan died i did like in the very like second the second episode when they're in the hospital one of the things they're doing is roman is on his phone watching a video of like kenny from south park with logan's face on him and they're like oh my god they killed logan and then he blows up i thought that was fun there's not as much of that happening this time (sighs) no I mostly like it for the we Logan just, dying part. Celebrating can't wait about till Logan we cover dying. South Park on. We, we are rape. not fucking covering South Park. Yeah, <laughs> South Park is the one, the one of the ones struck one of the material ones that's off limits. <laughs> struck material. South Park is not queer bait. I don't care what these fuckers are doing in their free time on Ao3. <laughs> South Park is not a queer bait. There's never any queer bait in that show. I fucking promise. Uh. Okay. Um. Roman does call Logan on the phone to say, um, hey, that was fucking cunty of you to make me do that. Um, And then Logan dies. Hey, that was really funny of you to make me do that. It'd be really funny if your heart exploded in a thousand different ways right now. Ha ha. Ha ha. So this episode, like, 
This episode is dedicated to everyone whose heart exploded. Mm-hmm. It's, like, sad. It's not really, you know? But no, like it's they, funny. They capture the, like, sadness of someone dying in the family while also being like, yeah, well, um... Where you're also, like, really pissed at them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Somebody awful you hate dies. And you're like, wow, a lot of complicated emotions right now. Yeah. How long do I have to be sad again? <laughs> yeah. Um... How long do I have to mourn? Let's see. Um, Tom does. So Tom is like holding up the phone for everybody um, <laughs> to like talk in Logan's ear after he dies. All the siblings. Whisper in Logan's ear. Yeah. You were a good dad, even though I hated you. Um, and then he sneaks off to like call Greg and say basically, yeah, that was really grim. Um, I lost my protector. So you need to go um, protect my assets and uh, make sure do not leak this but once it's leaked make sure everybody knows that i was there with him okay bye you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that's most of that the rest of the season is basically the ma- like so the gojo deal is going forward he kind of forces everybody to go to sweden even though Logan just died, to, like, talk everything over. Kendall and Roman hate that and are like, I'm going to screw the deal. They say, boo, we hate your pussy. Boo, we hate your pussy. Um, Siobhan is actually for the deal. She wants them to sell Get Out. Um, Greg doesn't care. (laughs) Greg is just making sure he's friends with everybody. So he goes um, and shows to Mattson what a piece of shit he is by offering to fire his PA for him. Um, who is the reason that that's a controversy. I mean, not that it wouldn't be already, but this is a PA who he's sending like his hair and blood to like as some sort of um, weird way to court, which that scene is pretty funny. He's like, yeah, I've sent her a lot of blood. And Shiv is like, yeah, I mean, it might be hard to deny that you did that if anything came up because of like all of your blood that she has. Um, I'm sure it's fine. Uh Uh-huh. People just, like, have blood on them. Yeah, sometimes I just take my homie's blood. It's not a big deal. We are all doing this all the time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Tom and... My homies don't have a vial of my blood on them. Then are they really my homies? Are they really my homies? What if something happens to me? Yeah, exactly. Um, Shiv and Tom kind of get back together a little bit. They're at a party and they bite each other's arms. Shiv's like, you've never played bitey? And, like, they, like, cross each other's arms in front of them and, like, bite down while they're looking in each other's eyes. It's I love Im- being in the most normal family on the planet. Yeah, this is romance. Um, it's implied they maybe fuck a little bit after that. Um, and then they have a big old fight. Big old fight about their marriage while everybody's there for the... Um, quote-unquote tailgate party it's the night before the election um so they have a big old fight there tom there's not a lot of tom greg in this season except for when they go into the actual election cycle because tom is gonna have to be like up 24 hours to like run everything at atn so he um um he calls in greg to like bring him some food and some cocaine and stuff um (laughs) uh they do they do do a little line and greg is like yeah i don't really want to do any and then he's like no do it with me and then he like he's like are you pretending to do coke right now because he is um 
And then he's like, no, I can't have my other guy gregging for me tonight. I need Greg gregging for me tonight. So you're going to be under me again. Um, that is the episode where Roman hijacks everything and gets ATN to declare um, Jared Mankin, who is like the openly pretty fascist Nazi guy, um, declared the winner, at least on ATN. Um so that's fun for them. They go straight from there into Logan's funeral where Roman has a breakdown in front of everybody and is like, oh, is dad in that coffin? Can we get him out? Um, and so at the end of that episode, he runs headfirst into a um, like Antifa rally and is like, I mean, he gets himself assaulted. And I say that because he's running at them and like screaming at them until they like knock him around. Um, so episode 10, the finale opens with Kendall and Shiv are kind of against each other. Um, Matson is on Shiv's side or Shiv is on Matson's side. And you can see that Matson is starting to like kind of hate Shiv. Um, and let's see, most of this is really just, they go and, oh, there is Tom Gregg at the art museum. Jesus Christ. That's where they have a passionate sex scene in front of everyone. That would be so good. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, it would be bad, but it would amuse me. Um, but he, <laughs> Tom would definitely top Greg, even though he wants so badly to be topped by Greg. Yeah, he would cry the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it would be uh, it would it would uh, shock audiences around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shock and awe. That's what we're going for. Yep. Um, th- I, I guess this is where mostly it's revealed that <laughs> Tom's getting paid two hundred k for being a personal assistant. Um, so, you know, Tom is just very much sugar daddying him through this company. Um, Tom gets offered the top job because Matson pretty much explicitly says, why would I have the pregnant lady when I can have the guy who got her pregnant? And Tom is like, yeah, no, that, that works for me. Um, and Matson is like, but you're going to be like my anger sponge like i'm gonna be cutting and gutting this company like down to the bone and i need you to be the face of that and tom is like yeah i can absolutely do that 100 percent." so the rest of this episode is the siblings getting along for a little bit um they decide that kendall can run the company because shiv finds out that um it's not gonna work for her that Matson is not going to pick her because uh, Greg tips them off. Um, they go to uh, like Logan's apartment to um, basically like the it's very it, it, I've always thought of it as like a, a joke in like sitcoms. I don't know how real it really happens, but like these like stickers that you put on stuff that you want out of Logan's apartment because they're going to auction all of it off. Um, that's only important because of Tom Greg. Um, but they're all there. Um, Greg is putting his stickers on stuff. Um, Tom admits to Shiv because she was basically finding out anyway because of his body language and the things he was saying that it was going to be him 
who was going to be CEO in her place. And so she gets pissed and runs off like with her siblings. Tom gets Greg in the bathroom and they have their first actual physical fight where he's like, fuck you. Why did you betray me like this? You're evil. Um, mostly after that, they have the vote. The vote is mostly a big fight between Shiv and Kendall after um, Shiv decides like right at the very last minute not to vote for him. Um, but she doesn't. She decides not to. Um, they have <clears throat> a big like family fight over it, like physical family fight. Um, and then Tom and Greg are talking and Greg is like, so like, how, what, what, where am I in the position of this? And Tom is like, you know, you really fucked up. You really betrayed me here. Like you fucked all of this up. Um, you really like this could have gone really badly for me. And Matson hates you and everybody hates you, but I got you. I have just enough capital to keep you. And he puts his little inheritance sticker right on the spot where he kissed Greg on the forehead. Um, and that's basically the end of the show. We get some sibling stuff, but who cares about them? We're only here to talk about Tom Greg. Um, just needed enough business stuff to figure out their shit. So, so do you think um, a business uh, major boy and a um, sniveling little uh, also business major uh, boy, but who sucks a little bit more, could find love in each other? Do you think that's possible? Yeah, but the, the, the it has to be repressed until the end of days. Yeah, it has to kind of uh, come out. In... It can never be expressed positively. Yeah, it has to um, bubble to the surface every so often in the form of, like, bouts of violence or hostility towards each other. It has to be, it has to be, it, it has to maintain a level of toxicity higher than Basil Radigan, where one of them was actively trying to kill the other. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing, is, like, they were set up as rivals, but really they just ended up being, like, subordinate and boss, you do know? You, do you think... But um, in, like, a sex way, seems like it. Do you think Tom does have a giant, um, giant portrait made of Greg sitting in his home? I hope he does. Ooh. Yeah, no... That's, Shiv that's keeps asking him about it, of... and he won't answer. Well, he did want to get a big painting of him and Shiv. He said that in their first apartment that they moved in together, and Shiv was like, yeah, we're not doing that. It's too gauche. But I bet, like, if he, like, at any point in his life didn't live with Shiv, like, if they were divorced, it would be a Tom Gregg portrait. Mm-hmm. I think he already has the Tom Gregg portrait. He just He just has to hide it in, like, the deepest, darkest corner of the attic. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much other gay shit I could talk about in this show too. Like Portrait I really had of to Dorian down. Gray, but for repressed homosexual urges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. God, you guys, Stewie wants Kendall so bad, and I cannot figure out why. Um, wet dog look. <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you go to Petland and you see the most sickly looking puppy because they're a puppy mill, and you're just like, I have to take that fucker home. But that's the, how they trick you. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is they uh, show you the most sickly looking thing in the world. Yeah, you know the scene at the end where Kendall's like, yeah, I know you. You fucking just drink crazy and kiss guys when you're on Molly. He's so mad that he's never been one of those guys who he was kissed on Molly. But Stewie would never kiss Kendall because Kendall does not give off, like, the vibe that he wants to be kissed, but he wants to. You know? I also don't think Mm. Kendall knows how to kiss. He doesn't look like he does. His lips don't look great. (laughs) No. Hey, do you want to rank whatever the fuck was going on between these two? <sighs> oh, let's do it. Hey, no hetero. Ooh, mm. this is a tough one. Yeah, it's like extremely hetero is the thing. It's very, it's yeah, it's it's an extremely hetero gay relationship. Yeah, that's the point. Tom wants someone to bear his seed, and he cannot admit to himself that really once he what he wants is to get. Uh, Greg and pregged. He, he wants to get Greg pregnant. We already went over this. Yeah, he wants to get him pregnant, and he can't admit that to himself. He can't admit to himself that he can get a guy pregnant, and he's scared of it. Mm-hmm. He's scared of it so much that he marries Shiv instead. This is like Arkov Roop if Arkov weren't a shonen protagonist and was just like a middle manager in the in the clutter hierarchy God, that would be yes. so much more depressing <laughs> it would kind of be like so Ruben Halvery because <laughs> oh wait I just remembered that does happen <laughs> because speaking of yeah. there is Tom Gregg implications or not Tom Gregg but Tom Logan implications as well like there's literally a scene where Logan is making an ATN speech and like Tom gets up like next to him and is like I could kiss you from here and Logan's like what the fuck did you just say to me he just keeps doing it. <laughs> Why does he talk he like that? He can't stop. When he's about to go into his... <laughs> he's like, Shiv, I just want to dock inside you so bad. And she's like, yeah, okay, bye. Like, at work, so... I don't know why he talks like that, but he really does. I don't know. It's pretty hetero. <sighs> I'm hetero. thinking... This is, I, I feel like this is, like, maybe, like, the gayest two. Yeah, this is, like, the most, like, <laughs> the most kind of, like, um, like, limp wrist, um, uh, YMCA two you've ever seen in your entire life. Where you're just, you're <laughs> yeah. squinting at it, and you're like, are you, do you know? Do you know yet? <laughs> do, do you know what you are? Yet? homophobic dachshund i know what you are tom (laughs) yeah you're just kind of like you're like eyeing them and you're like i know what you are but do you do you know yeah no this is yeah no this is this is this is like a five but we dock it three points for the respectability politics of it all Mm. yeah i could i could do that like a two for no hetero because it's like they aren't but it's extremely Uh hetero Mm-hmm. No homo. God, like a five. Like a, it's a five. It's a five. They are every moment being like, ha Especially Tom. He's like, no, I would never fuck you. Ha Why would you even say that? Mm-hmm. Unless. Yeah. Unless. <laughs> I'm literally just joking. Why would you think? Disgu- no, I wouldn't fuck You're you. You're so like, fucking hard to that? riff with, Tom. 
I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Tom would definitely, like, walk up to another person and just been like, have you ever wanted to feel, like, the heartbeat of another man through, like, their asshole? And then when they were like, what the fuck did you just say to me? He'd be like, I'm literally just joking. I'm literally just, like, throwing out hypotheticals. Why are you getting so heated about it? Exactly. No, that's that's, that's I got, it exactly. I got us these condoms and lube as a joke. <laughs> what, I went to I the superstore. you think I'm going to use these? I went to the superstore in another town. Ta- that's what Tom is. He's the fucking boyfriend from Jennifer's Body. Uh-huh. Where he's constantly just like, but I went through all the trouble of getting these condoms and this lube from the superstore from the next town over. So are we going to, like, not have sex? That would be crazy. That would be fucked up. That'd be so crazy for you to make me do all this work. And when they're like, I didn't, he would be like, well, it was implied. It was implied and it was supposed to be romantic. And now we're not even going to have sex. (laughs) I hate Tom so much. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I, I love, I mean, you know, we did House Wilson, but this is yet another like, we hate these gays so fucking much. Mm-hmm. The thing about this podcast is that it's partially like, what if two people are so very devoted to each other, but like the show never called it out as being gay. Um, the opposite that we constantly go back to is what if two people hated each other like so mm-hmm. much that it ju- it has to be gay. It is you just you look at another human being and you're like, I'm going to fall asleep tonight thinking about how much I hate you and every detail about you. And I'm like, dude, just kiss him. I know. That's what these two yeah, are doing. You, yeah, well, you hate someone so much that you get a portrait of them on your mantle. Yeah, you hate someone so much that you construct, like, you funnel money into getting a guy to make you a cloning machine, and then you use it to kill yourself just to frame him for murder. Mm-hmm. Just so you can also walk up to him while he's in prison and be like, gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what were you talking about? No homo? No romo. No, no um, homo's five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No romo. No romo. That's like a zero. That's a these zero. Pe- these people... None of these people should be in a room with each other. These people should be in The Hague, and they should also be put to death, and also they should, like, get the world's best therapist. Uh-huh. A lot mm-hmm. needs to go on before I think these people should be allowed to even interact with another human being again. Yeah, for no Romo, I give it a guillotine out of five. Yeah. <laughs> so, what that, is that score? Was? That leaves us with that, a that's seven. That's a seven. Is that our first seven? What else could have gotten a Ooh, seven? Maybe. I feel like something because else we always get a seven, We but... always get, like, eights or, like, nines, but, like... Seven is an unlucky, unlucky and cursed number, and that's what that's what this show. Yeah. That's what these two are. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. the seven deadly sins are just embodied in these two. Exactly, so cursed. So so very cursed. It's dark energy flowing. Mm-hmm. Just some real Christian, just some real Christian hellas energy. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the just purest epitome of uh yeah of course i uh used to um kiss my homies in college but then i grew up yeah totally yeah this is the devil taking two action figures of these two and mashing them together and god just kind of making like a slightly disgusted face in the background like Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah god giving a real disapproving glare yeah he walks in and says are you winning son and he sees what uh the devil is doing he's like Mm mm-hmm 
Hey, do you guys want to know what we're doing um, next time? Yeah. On Dragon Devin, Ball Z? Devin, I would love to know. Um, uh, I'm going to slightly put this to a poll right now. Would you mm-hmm. Would you want to do a book and a movie, or do you think just doing a book and or movie would be fine? Because I'm thinking Ooh. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring to start, so I can get Sam and Frodo off my fucking brain, or at least start to. Mm-hmm. Um... But I feel like if I split it into book and then do movie later, it would just feel disjointed. But I also don't know if book and movie would be too much. Yeah, uh, I have the audiobook of all three, so it wouldn't be too hard for... Well, I already did read the, the audiobook of one. I might have to go back to it to refresh, but I I think I could do book and movie. Yeah, I'm thinking book and movie. I do have the audiobook, and I can easily go get from the the actual book from the library uh Mm -hmm. just read that but i want to make sure that would not be like damn i'm gonna ask you to read a book and then watch an entire movie Mm -hmm. but that's what i'm doing we're doing fucking lord of the rings fellowship of the Rings. so this is gonna be lord of the rings part one motherfuckers uh i'm gonna talk about how sam and frodo ruined my brain chemistry at an early age thank you wonderful also Aragorn, also oh, yeah. Legolas, also Gimli, whatever that triad has going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boromir being the unhappy oh, fourth in that group, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, do you, you know, do you ever feel like you're, 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 you're kind of the lowest rung on the polycule, and then you get shot full of arrows? <laughs> yeah, then you kind of go on, like, a little power trip, so as penance, you get shot full of arrows. Yeah, it happens all the time. I hate it when that happens. Mm-hmm. It happened to my buddy Greg once. <laughs> God, what if one of them did get shot full of arrows? That would be so, would be so funny. fucking funny. I would love that. The show should have had at least, like, one inexplicable violent murder that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not even talking about, like, oh, damn, it was a shooting. It was so tragic. I want someone to randomly just get run through with a sword. <laughs> Yeah, Connor could have gotten beheaded, and I feel like it wouldn't make, like, too much of a I want them, I don't even want it on screen, I want them to, like, Connor not to show up one day, and then be like, yeah, it's really sad when, like, a maniac broke into his compound and stabbed him with a sword. Yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> just, like, beheaded him. Just off screen. <laughs> I was just kind of, like, fucked up when that happened, anyways. Mm-hmm. That was so wild. That was so wild when our <laughs> eldest brother got fucking beheaded. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that happened. Anyways, let's talk more about the secession war we're going through. That's right. Do you think the um do you think the uh the Roys will show up in Hunter Hunter Secession War, which is the current arc going on in Hunter Hunter? Ooh. I hope not. I hope they do. I hope Hisika kills them. Um do you think any of them have none abilities? This will be a separate episode. We need to... Yeah. I will be here for about three more hours. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ooh. Thinking about their net abilities? Yeah. We'll have to decide if Kendall is an enhancer or an emitter. Kendall is a manipulator. <laughs> yeah. Roman is a transmuter. Uh, Shiv is definitely a manipulator. Uh, Connor... Connor is an emitter. Connor is an emitter, but, like, he... Connor is an emitter, but he hasn't gotten that far in his nin training he's still he's still on like damn i can focus my aura and it's been like Mm -hmm. 20 years 
Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he learned, you know, he learns to do, like, the water divination, and that's like, yeah, I, I know Nen, check this Connor out. Connor is Maluki, in and which just, I that's don't- That's the only thing he learned. Connor is Maluki, in which I don't know if he knows that Nen exists. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone in the family has told him or wants to tell no, him. No, I think that's what it is. Yeah, Connor <laughs> literally does not know that Nen is real. Tom is Greg an enhancer is... and Greg is a manipulator. Are we sure that Greg isn't a conjurer? Oh. Mm. <laughs> he conjures a sad pile of shit everywhere he goes <laughs> yeah he conjures another doggy bag to put cookies in you see you see this is what this is the danger i could keep going mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we need this will be patreon content <laughs> we're gonna start a patreon just Logan. for this yeah we're gonna talk about the net abilities of the characters and everything we fucking watch that's gonna be our patreon <laughs> you yeah. think i won't <laughs> are you fucking kidding me <laughs> no i think he would and i think i would yeah, are you? I just have a fucking chart. <laughs> I God, Roop is definitely a transmuter. Oh my uh, God, Arkov enhance. Arkov fucking enhance. Arkov is uh, Uvogine. Yeah, hell yeah. That's right. Storm probably an emitter. God, fuck um, Storm. He is an emitter. <laughs> uh, Sonny definitely enhance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what about that one guy who almost killed Arkov? What was that his nun ability? What um, uh, um singing him to death? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's big time manipulator. Yeah. Hell very yeah. good, very strong manipulator Keisha. energy. Yeah, Keisha. Very cool. Very cool. What's Lightning McQueen? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> No, we can't do this. We can't. I will be here for five years. I'm not even doing an unless. Good the fuck night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Uh, what are our What are our motherfucking plugs? Do we? Oh, even oh yeah. Oh, those. Never mind. I guess we do have to plug things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do the plugs. Uh, you can find the podcast at. I was about to say twitter.com, but it doesn't exist. Anyways, Whatever. at WeRateQueerBait at twitter.com. You can find me um, at GroovingGastly on twitter.com. Or another podcast called The Sonic Shuffle. Um, a random holistic Sonic lore podcast. Mm. Um, I am on Tumblr. I have the shows on WeRateQueerBait and Go Next Willix Hunting. Um, and I am on Bandcamp at L Sky. We have a motherfucking Discord for this show. Yeah. Get on it. Get in also it. Also, get on my. Yeah, watch as we Discord make a new channel for, for uh, what characters get nen abilities. <laughs> God, so true. <laughs> also, get on my uh, check out this guy Discord because uh, it's real, really happening over there. It's a party. Please um, join us for Toku Mondays. Please. Please. Uh, so, also. Uh, I have the aforementioned podcast of Check Out This Guy. It's where we talk about OCs. We did a volleyball AU episode recently, and that was a lot of fun. Just like, yeah, which one of these little freaks would be a setter? Hell yeah. (laughs) Which Which one of of these freaks is he not a show you? Yeah, that's like the jock version of of figuring out what someone's uh, Nen specialty is. Which one of these fuckers is a Uh, wing spiker? (laughs) 
Exactly. I love knowing volleyball um, terms. You should. You should watch Haikyuu. Haikyuu kind of whips. It, it uh, does. So I've seen enough of it to know that it whips. <laughs> kind of whips ass. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm also on for affinity with the username Space Robot. Go check out my gallery. Get in touch with me about a commission on Discord or. Uh, spacerobotart at gmail.com I'm also in an upcoming audio drama details forthcoming things are moving and happening with that it's just taking very long uh, yeah audio drama we're all living under capitalism yep right <laughs> alright anyways no seriously good the fuck night y'all <laughs> bye we're leaving bye <laughs> we can't anymore <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>